This is the fireplace section of the Internet G Home Inspection Standards of Practice course. Now again, um, use this video as supplementary to going through the course. We recommend opening it up in a new window, playing it as you go along through the course content. Um, now, I know what you're asking. Fireplaces? I live in Florida. <laughs> there are no fireplaces. Well, there are some. Not all houses have fireplaces, but many do. In certain climates and geographical areas, fireplaces are very common. If a fireplace exists in a house, there are a few things a home inspector is required to inspect. There are many things that a home inspection does not include, such as the interior chimney flue liner. Each fireplace and flue in a house should be inspected by a certified chimney sweep every year, and that recommendation should be made by a home inspector to their client. And we actually have a how to inspect fireplaces, stoves, and chimneys course, um, which is a good course for all home inspectors to take because we, we talk about many other things like the connection pipes, the vent connection pipes. According to the standards of practice, what are you required to inspect? There are a few things. The inspector shall inspect readily accessible and visible portions of the fireplaces and chimneys. You shall inspect lintels of the fireplace openings, damper doors by opening and closing them, if readily accessible and manually operable. And the inspector is required to inspect clean outdoors and frames, the non-combustible clean outdoors and frames. So if you're inspecting a chimney, chimneys should project at least two feet above the highest part of a pitched roof and anything else that is within 10 feet. A chimney should project at least three feet from its penetration from the roof. And that's a required minimum height that may vary slightly. And unlined chimneys, chimneys with no interior flue liner are hazardous and they should be further evaluated by a chimney sweep. That's a major defect. In this inspection image taken during a home inspection of a chimney, this is a concrete cap on top of a masonry chimney that is in poor condition, as you can see. The cap is a defect. It's deteriorated and cracked into many pieces. And this condition is prone to water penetration into the chimney structure, which could cause more damage. Correction and further evaluation from a certified chimney sweep is recommended. Chimney cap. Masonry chimneys should have a cap made of stone, metal, or concrete with a drip edge. And the cap should be sloped to shed water away from the top. Lintel. The lintel is located over the fireplace opening and supports the masonry above. It must be made of non-combustible material. The damper. It's located above the fire and is used to control the combustion and prevent conditioned room air from escaping up the flue. Fireplaces really aren't energy efficient. They're nice to have and look at, but terrible with energy. The damper must be made of a ferrous material. The damper must be operable from the room containing the fireplace. Um, you can have a damper at the top of the chimney near the cap, um, but there should be a chain, a wire, and uh, some kind of handle at the bottom. The inspection image here is of a damper door that was opened and closed manually by the home inspector during the home inspection. The inspector recommended a chimney sweep to clean and inspect further the fireplace and chimney system. As you can tell, there's um, a lot of soot and a bit of creosote built up. In this illustration, 
you can see there, there is a, um, a concrete slab for the fireplace, hearth, inside the fireplace. And within inside the fireplace, there's a, an ash dump. That's a metal cast iron uh, door. You open it up and you dump the ashes in there. It goes into the ash pit. Now to clean that out, it's usually from the outside. Um, sometimes it's in the basement. Usually from the outside, you can find a clean out door. The clean out for an ash dump must be made of ferrous metal or a masonry door and frame built to stay tightly closed, non-combustible. An access for the clean out door should be provided and made readily available, available so that the removal of ashes does not create a hazard, a fire hazard within the house. According to the standards of practice, the inspector shall describe the type of fireplace. Home inspectors may describe the type of fireplace to be either commonly a masonry fireplace or a factory built fireplace, which is basically made out of metal. Factory built or prefabricated fireplaces are found in many homes because they are less expensive to install than masonry fireplaces and they come in a wide range of styles. Some factory built fireplaces have zero clearance requirements to combustibles, which means that the house wooden framing can come in contact or be very close to being in contact with the fireplace components. The, this inspection image taken during a home inspection is of a wood burning factory built fireplace. A masonry chimney has its own footing and is built in a way such that the chimney provides no support to nor receives support from the house structure. Sometimes you'll find that the two are integrated with each other, even strapped to each other. Um, if you find that, sometimes someone has come by and tried to support a leaning chimney because the chimney's foundation, the masonry foundation has settled. That's not a good condition. So they really should be next to each other, but not supporting each other in any way. The chimney footer may be connected to the house foundation and footing. And you can inspect that while a home is being built. According to the standards of practice, the inspector shall report as a need of correction, evidence of joint separation, damage or deteriorated deterioration of the hearth, hearth extension or chambers, the inspector shall report as in need of correction manually operated dampers that did not open and close, uh, a lack of smoke detectors in the same room as the fireplace, a lack of carbon monoxide detectors in the same room as the fireplace, and cleanouts not made of metal, precast cement, or other non-combustible materials. This inspection image is of a masonry wood-burning fireplace in a house with a hearth and surround. Very good. To look for evidence of joint separation, damage, or deterioration of the hearth, the home inspector in this inspection image above takes a close look at the components of the fireplace. The inspector touches the components while taking an inspection image. The inspection image here is of the hearth extension in front of the fireplace opening. So the hearth is used a lot, that's a term. The hearth is actually inside and outside. So the hearth extension is the part outside the fireplace opening. The width of a brick could be, in this picture, three and a half to three and five eighths inches. The inspector may multiply the width 
are the number of rows of bricks in order to estimate the size of the hearth and hearth extension. According to standards, if the fireplace opening is large, six square feet or bigger, the hearth extension in front of the opening should be at least 20 inches in length. And that's from the 2018 International Residential Code, section 1001. And according to these standards, if the fireplace opening is large, six square feet and bigger, the hearth extension on each side of the opening should be at least 12 inches in length. And that's in the same IRC section, 2018, section 1001. Here's an inspection image of the fireplace damper door, which is manually opened and closed by the inspector. If the damper does not open or close properly, that's a defect that must be corrected and further evaluated. A lack of a smoke detector and carbon monoxide de detector, a lack of them, an absence of them, in the same room as the fireplace is a defect. And this inspection image is of an old smoke detector. Any smoke detector that's yellow in color is probably in need of correction, replacement. Cleanouts and ash dumps should be inspected. They should be made of metal or non-combustible materials. The inspection image above has the ashes and debris inside the fireplace, and um, it was documented in the inspection report as an inspection restriction. According to the standards of practice, the inspector is not required to inspect the flue or vent system, inspect the interior chimneys or flues, fire doors or screens, seals or gaskets or mantles, determine the need for a chimney sweep, although many home inspectors just make that recommendation automatically within their software. The inspector is not required to operate gas fireplace inserts or light pilot flames. I was asked to do that once. I'll never do that again. Um, the inspector is not required to determine the appropriateness of any installation. The inspector is not required to inspect automatic fuel-fed devices like um, a pellet stove. I had a pellet stove once. That's not part of a home inspection. A home inspector is not required to inspect combustion and or makeup air devices, inspect heat distribution assists, whether gravity controlled or fan assisted, ignite or extinguish fires, determine the adequacy of drafts or draft characteristics, not required to move fireplace inserts, stoves or firebox contents, not required to perform a smoke test, dismantle or remove any components, perform some type of um, national Fire Protection Association, NFPA style inspection, or perform a phase one fireplace or chimney inspection. You're just a home inspector. This inspection image here is of the interior flue of the heating system's chimney stack. The interior flue is not within the scope of a home inspection. A home inspector is not required to inspect the interior flue, flue components, flue opening, the vent connection pipe, and the interior chimney system at all. It's up to the homeowner to have that interior flue and chimney and connection or connector piping maintained and inspected by a qualified professional. The interior flue and vent system are not within the scope of a home inspection. Many inspectors may recommend a chimney sweep, but the home inspector is not required to determine the need for a chimney sweep. Many inspectors will automatically recommend that the chimney be cleaned, inspected further, and swept by a certified chimney sweep during a home inspection as a routine recommend recommendation. Gas fireplaces. 
do not operate any gas fireplace or fuel burning appliance, insert or device, not required to. It's not required by the standards of practice. A home inspector may recommend that the homeowner demonstrate how these devices and appliances work. Pilot flame, never ignite, turn on, light a pilot flame. Never ignite or extinguish a fire in a fireplace. Combustion air. A home inspector is not required to inspect the combustion air or makeup air appliances device or make calculations or measurements of such conditions. A home, inspector, a home inspector is not required to inspect, measure, test, or determine draft, drafts, or draft characteristics. A home inspection is restricted by wood, soot, and ashes observed at a fireplace during a home inspection. The inspection image here is of the fireplace hearth. That's the interior floor surface of the fireplace, which this home inspector here is touching. That's the hearth. And the fireplace hearth extension is the outside part in front of the fireplace opening. And that's the red brick. So the darkened black brick that the home inspector is touching is the hearth, fireplace hearth. And the fireplace hearth extension is the bricks that are red or cleaner. The National Fire Protection Association is an industry leader for more information and knowledge related to fire, fireplaces, and related hazards. A home inspector is not. A home inspection does not include a NFPA or phase one inspection of a fireplace. Determining the overall soundness, performance, safety, or efficiency of a fireplace is beyond the scope of a home inspection. A home inspection report should recommend annual fireplace and chimney inspections and sweeps, just as a courtesy. And that is the fireplace section of the InterNACHI Home Inspection Standards of Practice course. Let's go to the next section.